Today's episode is brought to you by our supporters over at Patreon. Patreon. Special thanks to Bemused Horseman, Christian, Ethan Asher, Kyle, McCoy, MJ, Nebby, Hetzel, Rapid Kirby, Tamara, or Tamara, The Guaranteed Engine, The Cartoon Gamer, Weffy, Marjorie, Marty, Melissa, Patrick, Brian, and Micah. Give it up for our patrons. How many of those were you with different accounts? I'll never let you know. (laughs) But if you like to become a patron yourself, head on over to patreon.com slash animaniacast for some special bonus audio and extra bonuses like decals and signed trading cards from Tom Ruger. It's all at patreon.com slash animaniacast. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animaniacast. The CEO created an online suggestion box. Okay. I want Beef Chili in the Water Fountains, a young wacko spin-off starring me as my own dad, and every other Friday we shouldn't have to wear pants. You already don't wear pants. Oh. Fine, then. I want some pants to take off every other Friday. everybody once again to the Animaniacast. This is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky the Brain, and Freakazoid. Yes, this is the place where we talk about all the cultural references and gags and everything like that in every episode we watch. And of course, we give every episode a water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again, as always, is my brother Nathan. How does everyone in here know my name? <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, <laughs> there's Kelly. Hello. Hello, both of you, once again. Well, we're back at it. We got another episode, the second season of the Animaniacs reboot. This one features three main segments. It has Please Submit. It has the flawed couple. And then finally it wraps things up with everyday safety. And uh, I don't know if someone were to ask you about this episode uh, to, you know, summarize it in just a few words. I don't know. What, what would you tell them, Kelly? Uh, WandaVision. Oh, okay. And Nathan, what about you? Um, That's what I was going to say. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it's like watching Television through the years, plus some internet fun. Oh, <laughs> fun is the word you want to pick. The That's the oh oh. You see lots of uh, it's the Nora Norita Norita episode. It She's is like a Nora every second. Yes, that is true. It is a Nora Norita um, special. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> well, uh, you, this episode was. I don't know. It it. Um, we I was after the first episode I was kind of flying high like we this is actually might be a really fun season and then I got to this one I was like hmm maybe not we'll see we'll get more into that in just a few moments but spoiler alert spoiler alert uh but before we do talk about today's episode Nathan tell us uh this episode premiered first of all on November mm-hmm. 5th of 2021 
Yes, that's correct. So Nathan's going to give us the November 5th trivia. Oh. Because I can't I think I thought of you it. were going to say theme song. I was disappointed. And, and yes, I was. Because oh. last week, we forgot to put it in. So Nathan... <laughs> I mean, you don't have this pre-recorded ha- or somewhere. You, something? you had like- it. No, you had it. You had it written down, and I'm very sorry that we didn't include it last week. So, can and we go I ahead lost and it? And now I no. <laughs> okay, can you go ahead, please? I know we have it written down. Can you go get tell us the November fifth trivia theme song? Do you remember the fifth of November? That was the day that things happened, and. All sort of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just different enough that oh. I don't think we're going to have uh, any DMCA notices yeah, it's taking a cold, us down. It's a completely different month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to tell the lawyers. Well, Nathan, what happened on November 5th? Oh, so much. Okay. So this one, there's some like, you know, pop culture things. So I was trying to find things that were like, television things so uh things like that well here's one on november 5th of 1955 uh someone named doc brown he fell and bumped his head which gave him an idea for the flux capacitor um this was uh, pretty good uh in 19.21 gigawatts yes In 1956, the Nat King Cole show debuted on uh, NBC, which was the first variety program to be hosted by an African-American. 1968, Sam Rockwell, uh, the American actor, was born. Um, And in 2003, uh, The Matrix Revolutions came out, which I thought was kind of like that first segment a little bit. There's a little, there's (laughs) ones and zeros. So what year so was Sam Ro- what, what year was Sam Rock- Rockwell uh, born in again? Nineteen sixty eight. Okay, okay. I thought for a second I thought you said fifty eight, and I was like, he's he can't be that old. No way. Okay, sixty eight. <laughs> I can see that. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. And and as of right now, I I, I don't think anyone has told us any facts about Guy Fox Day. No Guy Fox facts. So if you have get any those Guy Fox facts, facts in, yeah, get yeah. those Guy Fox facts in. Uh, if if there's anything about it, if you uh, celebrate it, or you just know something interesting about it, other than it was in V for Vendetta, <laughs> then you'll probably <laughs> surprise us. Before we get to our discussion here of the Warner Brothers segment, which is Please Submit, we have a new uh, variable verse, which is Inertial Reference Framey. Inertial Reference Framey! And uh, the Inertial Frame of Reference was shown... Dot was pointing at it like on a chalkboard. I have zero idea what that is about. So that's why Nathan's here because um, Nathan was a math major. And is yeah. that physics? Is that what that is all about? Physics. I probably did it in vector calculus. I don't really remember. <laughs> it's not the, it's anything I've had to use in the last like 10 years. So, uh, but that is the formula. So there you go. It's if you want to find it's it's just like Newton's first law, but it has other forces working Zag on it. Newton? So, yeah, Isaac <laughs> Newton. Newton. That's why you see Isaac F equals MA. Wait. <laughs> Newt heavy? Good answer. It's good. <laughs> well, I, you know, I see... I will they, never, ever stop being funny. Oh, yes. I never. I know. there are. That's the thing about some classic episodes of Animaniacs is that it really makes me just laugh out loud no matter how many times I've seen it. That's how you know it's a it's a good episode, right? And something like Fair Game, which we just put a, 
uh, you know, up a commentary track on our Patreon with Tom. Um, and I laughed that episode. all the way through <laughs> it. Exactly. You get to hear Tom giving some facts about the episode, and you get to hear Kelly just laughing at the things that she's seeing. It's great commentary. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get right into our first uh, segment discussion. And we're going to talk about Please Submit. And Please Submit was written by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk, and it was directed by Brett Varen and... Uh, Let's see. Nathan. That's who was going to discuss this one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nathan. Why don't you the tell only us second what ha- I saw. So. Yeah, okay. Nathan, what, <laughs> why don't you tell us what happens here and please submit. All right. Please submit. Uh, we start off with uh, Nora Rita Norita, and she's t- telling everyone that uh, her uh, coach has given her, telling, tell her, told her that she needs to uh, ask for suggestions or something you know uh but she says it really sarcastically and the guy behind the cameras asks her to say it again so she beats him up uh that's when wacko we find out that wacko and dot are watching this on their computer and they sent uh wacko's decides to send in some uh suggestions like uh maybe a, a wacko a young wacko spinoff where he's the plays the star he stars as the dad of Young Yakko, that Wacko, that'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> now, is that is that a reference to Young Sheldon? I, I assume, but but I've never seen and, Young Sheldon. I don't know if the guy who plays Sheldon plays the dad. He's of, not. That's why I was trying yeah. to figure it out. I kept googling different things. I was like, I know uh, Shia LaBeouf did it in that movie he was in, so I was like, maybe that is. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but as uh, he sends his. Uh, letter into the computer it asks for his email address and they're like well we don't want to put that and so they say not now but the it just keeps popping up what's the point of doing anything on the internet if you can't be anonymous yeah i'm not gonna put in my email then don't hey make like a cobbler and shoot uh, forget it dot we should probably get off the computer anyway Please sign up. Never! And they're like, whatever, we'll just leave. But as they're leaving the water tower, there's a giant uh, pop-up ad right there saying, please submit your uh, email address. And, you know, this is kind of scary. It's kind of... So they throw it inside the water tower, lock it up, and run away. But it's still... It's chasing them. They get onto a tour bus. They're like... They're trying to hide behind some... A map, you know? and But it's still just following them. It's so creepy. So... They end up, uh, well, like they, they try like throwing it into a, a wood chipper. Uh, that doesn't work. They run it over with the tour cart. That doesn't work. It, it appears like it's dead. It says it's out of service. So they bury it and. After Wacko says a few words, it pops right back out. Oh, my gosh. Does anybody want to say a few words? Sure. Ahem. Mustard. Umbrella. Borborygmus. That was beautiful, Wacko. Well, what should we do? Sign up to continue. No! 
So they decide, you know, it's better to just submit. They're going to just submit. And so Yakko hits the please submit button. We find out Yakko's email address, which is very similar to Wacko's email address. <laughs> Why'd you pick Yakko Warner too? Yakko Warner was taken by me. It seems like everything's better. The skies are clear. Um, but then it gets cloudy again. And now we're getting spammed by all these emails. We've made some changes to our privacy policy by eliminating the privacy part of the policy. Oh my gosh. And one of them, Wacko, is even interested. And he's like 80% off all my, um, you know, I might get cool uh, looks at hot prices or something, but that has a virus in it and he's taken over Oh my gosh, it's so scary now. Greetings, Darth Warner. I can't believe the deal I got on these name brand sunglasses. Click, click here. He's been hacked! Uh, he's got emails all over him, and he's trying to get his brother and sister to open the uh, an email as well, so they'll also have a virus telling him about some cool sunglasses they can get. But they try to give it duo authentication. They start hitting him with books like that. <laughs> they, uh... They instead they reformat Wacko and they gave him a new password with uh, capital letters and uh, at least one uh, number and special character. Reset password with at least one number, capital letter, and special character. I have successfully changed all my passwords. And that works. He's all better. And then the emails, they fall to the ground, but three of them come back up and they're like, we're sorry. What if we only get in touch like three times a day? Is that okay? And then all of them come up, all the emails, and then they're all chasing the Warners again. So we're back at this. Well, oh no. Um, they're just getting inundated with all these emails and um, to the point where uh, they're like hiding in a, a, a graveyard, but Wacko is gone. All we see is his hat or, and he's getting, he's getting, chipped now he's gonna he's gonna go through the wood chipper as well it's oh no uh and dot dot now has also been taken and she's she's gonna get run over by the tour bus oh no oh oh oh, she gets hit (laughs) and we see a little flower so it must be pretty bad and then yakko gets thrown into a hole and starts getting buried alive and cut to black and we see wacko sitting in a chair In all seriousness, folks, the internet can be a treacherous place. Be careful not to submit your personal information to third parties. We find out that we should be careful where we go, and the Warners are kind enough to give us the one good uh, website that we can go, and they even give us a promo code. www.warnermalwarevirusspreaderidentitytheptrojanhorse.com.edy Order now and use the promo code SUCKERS to add 50% onto your purchase. There you go. And there we go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll talk about what we thought about uh, this first segment in just a moment. Let's get over some of the cultural references. Uh, First of all, pop-up ads. There's something that exists right now. That's true. Hopefully will not exist in the near future, but who knows? Someone's just going to get worse. They're just going to become like they are in the morning. <laughs> that would be a wonderful wearing, future. Like, if in the yeah, exactly. I'm thinking to myself, often, maybe in the future yeah. they won't exist, but then I'm sure they'll be worse in some way. It's going to be worse. It's going to be augmented reality that we see through our eyes or oh, something, and then oh, no, yeah. yay. Well, anyway, 
Um, that's a dark thing to think about. Oh, great. Now I'm really depressed. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so let's see here. This is the first segment that uh, Nora Rita, Norita is referred to by name. Uh, I didn't actually hear her say her name ever. Yeah, this they, is. We'll have to see if this is true. But they anyway, said this Nora. Is according to the wiki. Yeah, I heard him say Nora, and I watched it like five times. That so I maybe they're just explain. referring they to. It? They said Nora. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lot of Latin in this one right here. Sanctus sanctus dominus, dominus, which means holy, holy Lord. E pluribus unum, one of many, one out of many, I should say. Ipso facto, by the fact itself, and then vini vidi vici. I came, I saw, I conquered, and et tu brute. Um, uh, which are the last two are Julius Caesar references, uh, ipso facto. It's I don't know it's law reference stuff. Mm-hmm. E pluribus unum. Check a dollar for that one. And the holy, holy Lord Nathan, you're putting this as a possible reference to Sister Act. <laughs> Maybe it's in one of the songs they sing. It's also in some other things. But I would think if there's anything that's like comical, it'd be that. Otherwise, it's like Catholicism in general. <laughs> Oh, you know, Animaniacs with their sister act references. I don't know. We're putting it down. Put it in the wiki. It's a sister act reference. Okay, you can hear uh, Windows uh, Vista 7 uh, hearing when Wacko gets hacked. And, uh, of course, there's a lot of exorcist references with, you know, instead of the power of Christ compels you, they say the power of two-factor authentication compels you. Um, and I don't know about this whole thing with the sunglasses. I just thought it was like, you know, junk mail. But yeah, I guess Ray-Bans have uh, advertising. According to the wiki, there was some social media account hack about Ray-Bans but all they say in the cartoon is just say uh, designer sunglasses so well there you go okay well, it could be about Ray-Bans well um, and also well we wanted Slappy Squirrel we got her wow did you, did you see it Kelly this is <laughs> good this is good audio <laughs> I didn't even see it. did you, did she shake her head or say yes or say no I think her mic's off <laughs> Kelly's mic is off. Oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> She's like, "What? I heard her. I heard her mouth. What?" Let's yeah, check. Can you. you hear me now? Yeah, we can yes. hear you. Oh, I must have accidentally hit the little mute button. Okay, well then here we go. So, <laughs> Kelly, did you see Slappy Squirrel? No, I didn't. Oh well, a comic book. She of was Slappy. hilarious. In this. <laughs> she was so funny. No, unfortunately, that's uh, I guess the that's the only Slappy Squirrel we get. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This disappointment. Yeah, but, she was on a little magazine, so that's all you see. Yeah, or comes out of Wacko's ear. Yeah, some some sort of. Yeah, she pops but. out. Anyway, uh, what did you guys think about this first Warner segment, uh, Kelly? Let's start with you. It kind of reminded me of the loading uh, game uh, segment from the previous yeah. episode, where it was like just super annoying. Um, cause it was, you know, referencing things that are annoying in real life. Um, and it was actually a little creepy too, like with the graveyard and the, well, oh, and, and when Wacko was sort of possessed by the, um, when he was hacked, that was kind of creepy. Um, I mean, I, I liked the visuals of it, but it was just like, oh, he's, he's like a zombie and, yeah. um, 
so, but I, I, I don't think it was terribly funny. Um, I, I, I thought some of the, the, the shots were great. Um, you know, the flying envelopes looked really cool. And, you know, I, I liked how they were visually referencing uh, spam and things like that. But, um, yeah, it just made me think about how I hate getting emails and pop-ups. <laughs> and Yeah, I, I, I did... Uh... I did uh, like the part where she says, can, can we just send it to you three times a day, which is my new favorite thing to see when I <laughs> click unsubscribe. I go, okay, let's just think about this for a minute. Okay, we, I, we know we're sending you too much, but how about we just filter it? No, everything. Ugh, spam. Yeah, it gets to be a lot. And then there's always the question about, do I even click unsubscribe? Because once I click unsubscribe, then you're basically- I know you opened it. Yeah, and they know you opened it, and they, they they verified that this address is a good address. So, okay, we'll unsubscribe you from us, but now we'll sell your address to someone else that you are a verified active email address. So there's no escaping it. Uh, Nathan, what yeah. did you think about it? I learned a new vocabulary. Borborygmus. <laughs> See, I didn't say that in the notes because I couldn't pronounce it, and I don't think you did either. Uh, no, I think it's bar- barbarigmus. <laughs> okay. Something like Which that. Means, it means your tummy rumbles. Oh, there we are. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're hungry, say barbarigmus. <laughs> well, but Nathan, did you find this funny? Did you find it funny? Shouldn't this yeah, I was laughing be... throughout the whole you thing. You were laughing so. throughout the whole thing? Yeah, I couldn't stop laughing. So. <laughs> I don't know. I might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nathan's I think medication. Me. <laughs> I think your medication <laughs> needs to be in check. I don't know. And every time it's on, I couldn't stop laughing. I was really scared. (laughs) All right. Well, um, we're going to take a break real quick and make sure Nathan's okay. (laughs) I'm scared. Hi, this is Slappy Squirrel. And unfortunately, you're listening to the Animaniacast. All right. We're back. Um, So, Nathan, you, you okay now? Yeah, I watched it one more time. I didn't laugh that time. So okay, okay, you didn't laugh that time. Okay, so that that probably means you're 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 leveled. That's good. Um, I assume I probably might have laughed at some point. At some point, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's um, yeah, I I kind of agree with Kelly. It's it's just kind of like it's almost like too relatable and not. I mean, you can make something relatable like that. Sure, is annoying and still be funny. Like survey ladies. Something that at the time was very relatable. But you know what? It's funny. I like beans when George went. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, it could be like the late, like, it seems to me like this is something you could do. Like, this is survey ladies, but not funny. Um, Mm. And it was scarier than like. Yeah. I don't typical know. one so it's if you want like a spooky, spooky one, I know it could be to... like a halloween episode one yeah I know it seemed like trying... it could have been on that one they were trying to do something that was like also like a lesson for kids but i don't know it's somewhat educational somewhat you know don't do this yeah. kids it's like yeah okay i think the password is probably the most educational part of just like yeah change your password and make sure it has these criteria and the so. two-factor authentication and stuff I guess, but, but that's not I'll, really up to you. I like the two-factor authentication compels you. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just wish it was. I just wish it was funny. Like it, the the thing about a lot of these uh, uh, things this in this episode is like I get it. I understand why this could be funny, but I'm just not thinking this is funny. <laughs> yeah. If I was younger, you know, I might think uh, wacko typing with 
and not typing out any words. It's my it's like a joke. The Warners looking cute can only get me so far. I want them to actually do something <laughs> funny. You know, I just they want can, them to keep it can look adding cool. L's to different words, and that would be the way he misspells. Yeah, well, that'd be funny. But yeah, there's Santa. like there's a I don't know. It just seems to be like. I don't know. It's just I just wish this was funny. You transpose the letters M and N <laughs> to make Eminol. That's comedy. Yes. Yeah, I think it uh, probably would be funnier if he had gotten closer to spelling the words correctly, but misspelled them slightly. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. It's I know. It seems like they could have got, I don't know. It, it just needed another pass, like in the script or something. Let's, let's, this is good concept. Let's make it funny now. <laughs> oh, well. Let's go ahead and uh, move on to Pinky the Brain. Maybe that was funnier. Uh, it was called The Flawed Couple. And The Flawed Couple was written by James Butler, and it was directed by Adriel Garcia. And Kelly, what happens here in uh, The Flawed Couple? So we see Nora again, and... Um... She is in a mood because Pinky and the Brain have gone missing. And so she decides to show these never-before-Pinky and the Brain pilots. And the first one is uh, sort of a parody off of um, I Love Lucy and the Honeymooners. And Brain is the husband and Pinky's the wife. You know, sort of got hair like I Love Lucy. Pinky, what is that putrid smell? That's dinner. That's dinner, Brain. I made potatoes all rotten. No. It's potatoes all rotten, you domestic dotty pole. One of these days, I'm going to transfer the kinetic energy of my fist into a force vector applied directly to your oral aperture. Ooh, I've never been to Connecticut. Well, Pinky suggests they go out to uh, a meal to a restaurant and uh, brain gets really irritated because he's like, Oh, so we're going to go and, and have dinner at the one restaurant that my boss is at, you know, even though we're in a sprawling metropolis and um, you know, the chances of actually running into my boss are pretty slim and he gets so mad at Warner brothers. Cause you know, he just doesn't like this plot. And then there's a parody of the Brady bunch and they have little tiles um, where you see the, the, character faces and pinky is um kind of like representative of carol brady and the three girls and uh, the youngest one wears a cone on on her head like a dog cone of shame and uh, brain, pearls which is like, yeah, yeah that's cute i didn't get that at the time <laughs> and the uh the brain you know is uh mike and uh you know, he's got three boys, but then he, he interrupts the song because he's like, well, what idiot would like have three kids and then like choose to have three more? <laughs> he just doesn't understand that. This is a flawed premise. Nobody with three children would willingly sign up for three more. Who wrote this improbable drivel? Um, it was based on my life. Well, I suggest you write yourself a new one. That's what I think of you, Warner Brothers. And uh, then there's a, a parody of Cheers. And so the opening title has all this like vintage-looking um, shots of uh, Pinky and the Brain and the patrons of Cheers. And you know, it looks like it was you know from 100 years ago, just like the, the Cheers opening. And um, 
but instead of Cheers in a bar, it's called Narf's, and it's a uh, coffee shop. And so Brain walks in, and um, everyone's like, Brain! He's like, how does everybody know my name? How does everyone in here know my name? This is a place where everybody knows your name. Didn't you listen to the theme song? It didn't mention that in the theme song. Maybe that's that other song that's almost the same, but way better. Then the next parody. Um, and the reason I, I said WandaVision at the beginning of this is it, it all kind of reminded me of WandaVision, like it's time traveling through the the decades. Of, yes, um, good point. Yeah, styles. So the um, Pinky is the fresh Pinky of Burbank. And he, he does a um, parody song like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And... Brain is Carlton, and he's even got the sweaters tied around his neck like uh, Carlton did in the show. And the multi like polo shirts, kind of like yeah, <laughs> within each other. Yeah, and uh, so everybody loves Pinky. You know, he's funny, and you know, he's always getting into trouble. And Carlton's trying to you know be the straight laced kid and uh, you know keep everybody out of trouble. And I still can learn quite a bit from you. You're darn right, Brain. You've got the book smarts, but I've got the street smarts. I've got street smarts, too. Heck, I've even got street moves. Check it out. Uh, he's like, oh, I can be cool, too. And he does the dance. I, I'm assuming is a ripoff of the, what is it the, called the Carlton dance? Well, or, it became the Carlton, yeah. Car- yeah. <laughs> He invented the dance. <laughs> and, uh, according to according to the actor, he invented the dance. And he, I remember oh. when it was on Fortnite or something, he tried to get – he sued them or something when it was oh, one okay. of the dances you could do. Wow. And uh, I think it was thrown out. So, oh, okay. Sorry. So <laughs> when, when Brain does that, Brain slash Carlton, um, he uh, – everybody laughs. And, and he's like, oh, they love me. They love me. And he – you know, it's a cute little dance. And he seems to really be getting into it. And then, um, what's his name? Edwin? Is it? Yeah, I think it's Edwin. The... Edwin. And um, he Edwin. shows Edwin, yeah. Edwin. Edwin. The, po- the poor man's Larry. <laughs> he shows up. What is the word, my good man? <laughs> He's supposed to be DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, I think so, because DJ Jazzy Jeff would show up every now and then yeah. on the show. Yeah, he knew he looked like him. Yeah. There's more to life than being told what to say and do all the time, Pinky. Now come with me. Righto! We must prepare for tomorrow night. Why, Brain? What are we going to do tomorrow night? Try to take over the world. And with that iconic proclamation, the highly successful Pinky and the Brain franchise was born. So basically, you know, I guess Pinky and the Brain is a spinoff of Fresh Pinky of Burbank. Nora discovers that Pinky and the Brain have been found, and so she gets really excited. But what Brain has done, um, because in between each of these, she's sort of explaining, like, you know, it took eight years to calm Brain down. He, he didn't like the script, and, and so they keep trying to find a vehicle, you know, show for, for him to star in, and, um, you know, nothing quite meets his expectations. So he um, he's created this cloning machine, and he's got Pinky and the Brain clones, and he's like, you know, they're they're indistinguishable from from the real us. He tells Pinky, um, except the the personalities are switched. So 
brain it talks like pinky and says pancakes and you know pinky's trying to talk like brain and and so um and then they kind of start melting because they're made from this goo and uh so that's not quite going to work that's kind of like the end of it Um, yeah yeah there's like a cloning machine mess up or something at the end that all the clones explode yeah pinky Pinky pulled the cord and broke it pulled the cord too many times and purple goo goes everywhere and explodes because uh, when in doubt, just make things explode. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. There was there was uh, quite a few references to this. Obviously, Kelly mentioned a few of the ones. Uh, the title itself is a, a, a parody of The Odd Couple, which, you know, if you've never seen The Odd Couple, either the the movie, do-do, play, do-do, or TV do-do, show, do-do, there's the theme song. Do-do, do-do, Nathan do-do, will continue to do this as I talk. One of the things... Uh, I mean, they have the they have a uh, Larry. Speaking of Larry, he he shows up in the uh, Narf's uh, theme song. I was so happy to see a, a picture of him. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Pinky's really happy to see him too. Pinky is incredibly <laughs> happy to see him. the brain is like, oh boy, whatever. Uh, the most obscure reference has got to be the "Please Stand By" card shown before Brady Bunch. Which is, I saw some people on Twitter saying, oh, what a great reference to an obscure thing. And it's from the BBC, I guess, used to have this little card where it's, I think it's a girl uh, with a clown toy or something like that. And um, yeah, I certainly never saw that growing up as a kid. But for those, it you know, it's just one of those things that if you know it, you know it <laughs> and, you, and you love it. And uh, for me, it was just like, well, that's something. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's pretty much, I mean, Kelly mentioned, I think most of the things, I, I, I guess that's pretty much it for the cultural references, but what about stuff that we actually liked about it? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, I got to see the Warner brothers run through real quick. That was something. That was something new that they haven't uh, done. That that was, might've been the first time. Was that the first time they did a cameo in? Maybe. I don't remember. (laughs) Uh, The Pinky and the Brain have been in the cameo in their segment. I know that. The DJ one. That's true. They've done it the other way, but yes, that's cool. Um, There were, uh, this was the first time Nora was in a not Warner brothers segment. Although it's only like her fourth. Yeah. (laughs) There was some okay, interesting so. camera angles on Nora. I thought that was... Uh, yeah, they're like in the drawer. was weird. Like yeah, looking, and through the floor. Like it. she throws a TV mm-hmm. set through the floor for some reason. Um, her anger is just really weird. Um, yeah. It seems like like that's the joke. Like she does that and it's like, but why? Like there's not really any... Um, I never. I wish there was some explanation as to why she acts like this other than she's just apparently insane uh like she's an evil mean person and that's it um i did notice the running gag of the screaming director was also featured in this one uh in the the i love lucy mm-hmm. bit you get to hear that director yeah scream. she was there yeah um and uh, the brain has a running gag which is warner brothers and then he ends up like Working with the Warner Brothers, the actual Warner Brothers, and yeah, the actual Dot. Warner Brothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, when he says Warner Brothers, he's not talking about them. He's talking. I don't yes, know who he's talking the studio. about. Studio, yes, the studio. Well, um, yeah. did you catch the the everything catching on fire after every segment? 
I did notice it. Let's think. Oh, yeah, I guess they did, everything does. Because, yeah, the, the kitchen catches on fire. The mm-hmm. whole uh, – uh, what happens if uh, – I, I forget – by the time, by the the third time around, I've seen it enough that I can tell you. In Brainy Bunch, there's a car crash and the car catches on fire. And Narf's tears, um, the there's some explodes. sort of oh the, yeah, the coffee explodes and then the whole building catches on fire. So we just see it from outside and we see the whole thing. And then in Fresh Prince, uh, a fresh pinky of Burbank, a light fixture falls as Brain slams the door shut, hmm. and that. Catch- so it's always Pinky starting it, and then even at the very end, Pinky starts another fire. So every single segment, there's like a little running gag. I don't even yeah. know if it counts as a gag, but it's <laughs> something there. that happened four <laughs> times. Uh, Kelly, what about you? Anything you liked in this uh, Pinky the Brain segment? I really like the cheer segment um, with the the opening pictures. I um I kind of wanted to to screenshot some of them. Um, they just yeah. look so great, especially one with like Pinky and the Brain at the end. <laughs> it, it made it really nice to see him like with shading and with a little yeah. I like I like the Pinky pouring coffee in celebration on top of Brain, like he would with Gatorade <laughs> yes, or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good stuff. And I like there's the, some funny. I thought the cards were funny, and then and they the, even have the, funny names too. The parody songs were pretty good. Um. So uh, uh, that was probably the best parody song, though, too. Yeah, I like the I like the fact that the brain was like mentioning how solemn and <laughs> how depressing that song was for a comedy show. And growing it's a up, good point. It's a yeah, good point. Growing up, I hated that song because I never and in fact, I didn't really like Cheers that much because that theme song was so long and it was just a bunch of old pictures and it had almost nothing to do with the actual show yeah it um, turned me off the show too because i'm like this is for old people yeah exactly. and then i finally watched it and i got into it but i i don't know i just felt like it wasn't aimed towards me or i mean maybe it wasn't because i wasn't old enough to drink and it was about people in a bar and maybe that's sort of why they did an opening like that i guess I so know. yeah uh well at any rate um yeah that was that. I want to. Uh, I, I really liked Brain's uh, take on Bang Zoom right in the kisser, <laughs> which was said by Ralph, Ralph Cramden. Thank you. <laughs> Pinky, Ralph where's Cramden? Pinky? Uh, Pinky. It was said by Pinky. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do want to point out one thing that is in this, and I'm going to find it real quick because this uh, is actually a reference to our next segment right here. I'm going to see. It's called, uh, see, in the theme song for Narfs, you can see somebody holding up a, uh, a, a newspaper, and it says something about a molasses uh, explosion. explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is a real event that actually happened. It was actually a horrible, I forget if it happened in, in Chicago or something, but an actual giant tub of molasses did explode at the top of a hill. And I think it killed a few people mm. back in the day. And uh, that takes us, coincidentally. I, oh, I, I saw someone with a cell phone in Narves, and it threw me off. I was confused by it. Oh, really? It looks like it was in Boston. It's a. Oh, the molasses explosion. It's a molasses explosion. Molasses which isn't that where Cheers flood, takes place? Also known as the Boston Molasses Disaster or the Boston Molassacre. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh gosh! Well, <laughs> too soon. All right, <laughs> it takes us to 
that's a great segue into everyday safety. <laughs> and everyday safety was written by Wellesley Wilde and Ted Mulkerin, and it was directed by v- Varen. And the plot is basically the Warners are giving some uh, a, a PSA on safety rules if uh, you happen to be downhill of a syrup factory that explodes and hot syrup is coming down the, the road in a giant tidal wave, what should you do? Think fast, don't panic. A million gallons of piping hot syrup are racing toward you. First, grab your emergency supplies. They should be in your exploding syrup factory emergency bag. It should contain an inflatable raft, a metric ton of ice, an ant farm with three active queens, some pancake mix, a bat, and a radio. They, you know, make an igloo and get inside the igloo, and which will cool them down or keep them cool, and they'll be sealed in, like, bugs and amber for a million years, and they have a radio that they listen to, uh, which ends up playing some NPR, and then Dot gets her bat to smash it. That's what the bat is for, after all. And uh, eventually, uh, Wacko decides to open the door. Utter. Don't worry, I'll go get some. Yeah! Uh, out of uh, at any rate, uh, that is our safety tip, and then it goes to the credits. Um, not much to that last little segment. Um, but did you guys like anything about it uh, or not like anything about it? Uh, I guess, uh, Kelly, let's start with you. I thought it was kind of funny when um, the ants ate the syrup off of Wacko. Um, he had bony hands. <laughs> he could, yeah. And uh, he just casually puts his gloves back on top of them, which, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I thought the style was kind of fun. It reminded me of 90s. DHS yeah, the the, the, sure. the video uh, transitions and stuff like that with '90s and dogs. Then the, yeah, exactly. Like, and you're having a little border around your picture. Like, it's very '90s yeah. feel to that. Like, yeah, I did kind of like that a bit. Um, I mean, again, I didn't necessarily think it was that. I yeah, didn't laugh. It was, anything, but it was fun to because you didn't know what each object was going to be used for. Because they name all the objects first, and then they go through the steps and. You know, just yeah. so it's like I, I get know, it, but silly. you know. <laughs> well, but did you get it? Did you, did you get, get it? it? But do you get it? Sort of. Um, I I thought the arts and craft of storytelling was supposed to be like this American Life. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, because gold sounded like gold. Ira Glass. Yeah, yeah. kind of similar to Ira Glass, I suppose, right? But the actual show name didn't sound. I was like, <laughs> no. Well, at any rate, uh, I guess let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Well, what do you folks think? Out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of Animaniacs? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. I think I'm going to go with a three. Um... The Animaniac segment wasn't particularly funny. It was okay. Um, Pinky and the Brain, I, I actually really enjoyed. Um, and the third segment was kind of cute. It had its moments. Um, 
And so overall, pretty decent episode. Uh, wish it could have been a little bit stronger in the beginning. But um, I, uh, I really did like the Pinky and the Brain segment. All right. And Nathan, what about you? Um, I'm going to go with three as well. Um, I thought it was educational enough. That was good. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, Pinky and the Brain was fun. I would almost... I don't know. Some of it kind of didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, so logistically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But it was just like a fun thing. So just uh, for fun, it was fun. And the last segment was also fun, fine. So uh, yeah, three. It was, yeah, it's well, good for this. Uh, I don't know. I could almost go with three and a half. Because it was, you know, for, for season for the reboot, it's it's a pretty good, solid episode. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. I know Nathan's Nathan's kind of judging him off of you know based upon reboot stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm just judging it based on whether or not I laughed that much, and I I didn't really, and I just kind of felt bored with it. I'll, I'll go with two and a half. Um, in that I liked the concepts. I just don't think that they were necessarily executed that well. Uh, and so it's like yeah, like I said, I get it. I just don't like it um so or i didn't like it as much as i thought i should so no you know not bad but not great <laughs> so i guess let's go ahead and get to our contact information uh nathan where can people find you online oh great question uh on twitter jango ft that's me all right and kelly what about you I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, kelly at bigshinyrobot.com. All right, and as for the Animating Cast, well, let's see, we are on Facebook and Twitter and, of course, Instagram and some other things as well <laughs> that I sometimes maybe use. Uh, but the main thing we got to also do is our Discord. You should check out our Discord where you have a bunch of people talking over at the RetroZap Discord server. That's right. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network. Head on over to RetroZap.com to get great articles and podcasts every day and join the Discord by going to discord.animaniacast.com. And of course, if you're a fan of our show and you want to support us, you can go to uh, our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash animaniacast. You'll get, of course, bonus audio of us talking about stuff and uh, other things like director's or not director's commentaries but creator's commentary with tom ruger as well as other special guests talking about the classic episodes of animaniacs you can even get cool vinyl decals and signed animaniacs trading cards from tom ruger wow it's all over at patreon.com slash animaniacast and thanks for your support well that'll do it for today's episode so for nathan and kelly this is joey saying good night everybody Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.